Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Closures Mindset Podcast, episode number four. Number four, right? Can you right? believe it? Lucky number four Lucky number for four. me. Uh, and they're still pre-recorded, so uh, nothing's live yet. We're going to do live after episode number five. But today's episode is going to be why people buy. Why do people buy? Lynch. I don't know, Caps. I don't know why people buy. Do you know why people buy? You never know. They know. Sometimes they don't know. Mm-hmm. Right? I think they always know. <laughs> do you think so? People do, yes. For whatever reason. People make their decision regardless. Subconsciously, perhaps, they 100% always know. A lot of times I'll ask that question. And they're like, I don't know. I just, they don't really know. Well, I, don't, I can tell you this much. I don't know why people buy. Because if I knew, I'd be on stage making millions telling yep. everybody else <laughs> right. on why everybody buys. So since I don't know why people buy in this game, in this biz that we do, us road warriors, we do everything. That means yep. you pull out every single tool that you have when you're in that home and you do the entire system, the entire presentation. Whatever your company teaches you, you do that. Right. And not because one system's better than the other. It's because you're following a system. You're following a pattern. You're following a path. And typically those paths are designed to help a homeowner make a decision and allow you to place an order while you're there. Right. And that's, you know, one of the things, and I've had people buy from me because of my name, right? I've had people buy me. um, Oh, hold on. What was the story? Well, (laughs) I can't really share my name as it is. So uh, I'll just say that I I had some customers and they, uh, and I always ask every customer why they decided to buy. And they said, you know, we we bought because of your name. That's what they said. That's the number one reason. It's funny you said that. Just today I had a lady say, on my way out, I really like your name. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Uh, I've had people buy because they say, "Wow, you know, I usually never buy, but you know, you did such a really good job." Or, uh, you know, people sometimes just say, "I've had the other ones that I thought I wasn't getting anywhere with." Yeah, I literally ripped up a coupon in front of a lady one time because she was pissed off because we did the same day offer, right? Yeah, and we started getting an argument. <laughs> so I ripped the coupon up in front of her, right in front of her. I said, "Never mind. Who cares about this?" Right? Yep. Went through my presentation still, right? She was just mean I mean she, she had the meat eye on right the whole time but you I'm like, stuck with it I, I stuck with it I yep. went through the whole system just like you're supposed to right plow through it went to the end put the price down and guess what she said let's do it she said what about that coupon you ripped up oh really of course she did <laughs> you know taking away boring? from somebody you know and and, and the takeaway uh, the takeaway does work you know that's one of those things and some pe- some reasons that's why people buy some people buy because of a discount they do. People like a sale. They like to feel like they're getting a good deal. They're getting, yep. And most people just want to win. All right. Right. So if you can set up your presentation and your closing and your end, you know, as you deliver whatever kind of um, presentation you're going to deliver at the end uh, to the homeowner, it's the, uh, as they call the price presentation. Right. Uh, whenever you do that, you better add value to it. Right. And you better make sure that you've closed every door. Because. So that, I mean, that's one of the closes I was taught by a classically trained <laughs> like yourself, right? Um, was when you get to that price presentation, let's say the over, you know, the objection is price. And you say, well, if I could, would you? Because you're giving them a win, right? If I could take $10 off or throw that piece in there that you're looking at, the gr- grids and the windows or whatever it might be, would you? Giving them a win, right? Mm-hmm. All right, go on. I was just thinking. <laughs> Did it work? 
Yeah, all the time. Okay. Because if they said no, when you were just addressing the thing that they complained about, then you know that that's they, that wasn't the objection to begin with. Right? Correct. Yeah. So if it doesn't work, then you, you miss the point. Well, I also think people miss the point, too. In other words, you never know why people are going to buy. So you don't know what's going to really spark their interest and people put their game face on. You know, they have the uh, the talk before the talk. Yeah. <laughs> All customers have the talk before the talk. Are this guy's if you've ever bought anything yourself, you know, I've talked with my, yep. with my wife before. Saying, no matter uh, what happens today. We're going to go look and buy this car. Okay, this is what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. You know, <laughs> we've prepped ourselves on how we're, you know, we're going to work it. Um, and customers have the same thing. Some do, some don't. Who knows? Um, but I'm going to go in there giving them, you know, everything I can to make sure that they're well taken care of. And one of the key things that we were just talking about before uh, we got online here uh, is staying in the flow. Right. And I think that's real important is... Staying with the system and staying in the flow will always achieve on finding out why people buy. You don't want to wait till the end to find out why people buy. That's what the needs, the questionnaire, whatever you call it in your company, that's mm-hmm. what that's for. You're asking questions. You should know why they're going to buy, if you can determine why they're going to buy, from the questions you're asking at the beginning. Well, also, another thing with this is what I did for many years is at the end, I would always ask, why they decided to make a purchase. So I said, I made a list because I wanted to know why people bought from me. It was one of my key areas of improvement to find out really what made the customer sign on that deadline. Did I have any do anything with the product? Was it, you know, the way we did? Who knows? I don't know what it was. So I always wanted to find out why they decided to buy. Yeah. It was also a very cool, interesting closing technique because then I started using it on people that didn't buy. Interesting. So okay. at the very end, you, you've done everything, right? Done everything. And this is going to be a part of uh, when we do that closing webinar. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll get uh, to that. <laughs> exactly. So this is going to be one of those that's going to be in there that'll be with it. But all it simply is, it's uh, at the very end, after you've finished up everything, you, I mean, you've exhausted all the different things. It's done. You're packed up. Everything's packed up, right? Sitting there. So folks, I just got to, uh, I got disposition of my appointment because we all have to, right? We have to put in that, that DNS, that demo no sale, the dreaded demo yep. no sale. Yep. The dreaded information you have to put in for your boss to read, right? <laughs> yep. So you can find what you did or didn't do yep. at the appointment. Well, I chose to do that in the home. Now, most want to get out of the house as soon as possible, right? You're not selling it, get out, whatever. It's time to go. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm taking out one last <laughs> yeah, shot. Yeah. Uh, and I found out that I'll get one out of 20. Now, I know that's that, but one out of 20 is five out of 100. Right. All right. And five out of 100 as to my closing rate. And if we all know how closing works, and if you're competitive, then closing matters and numbers matter, right? right. Yeah. So I looked at the numbers and I'm like, it's in my favor. So I'm doing this every single time. And I would go through and I'd ask them a series of questions. And I would go make sure that you know I took care of them. Almost like the surveys that every company asked everybody now after they finished seeing them, right? This, we're, we're like a survey world now. Get a survey, I get a survey when I go down to the grocery store. Right. Um, <laughs> so I do the survey right there with them. And I asked them, and then I asked them, what was the main reason on why you decided not to place an order today? And that's the key. <laughs> Silence. Silence. <laughs> that's the key. You don't say a word. You wait for them to speak. Yeah, the, 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 the old you know, uh, adage of the first one to talk loses, know, loses right? Yeah. So, and, and you can say, well, you can talk and you can go through all that, whatever. My point is I wait and I let them speak. 
and a lot of times I'll get the real objection. Yep. Most of the time, I still can't overcome with it. But it gives me another shot, right? Right. Then I know, heck, maybe I can get it later on. I don't know. But at least I know where I'm at. Yep. And here's here's what makes you, most of the time, you'll find out what it is possibly. And then at least you can start tracking what your objections are. Because if you're really going to work this as a craft and make this your art, all right, because there's an art to this, then you should really work it like a craft and know why people do or don't, don't buy from you. Yeah. You should always know that. So why not keep keep a log of that so you can really see where you're at with it and how you've evolved yeah, and how much a good better point. you get, right? Yeah. No, I've never even really thought of it that way. That's good. And then I'll ask them afterwards to find a so-so. Any feedback you have for me? Anything, you know, what's the one thing that you'd rather me not do? What's the one thing you that you, know, you really liked? I always end on a positive, though. Yeah. Start with, I'll, I'll go with the negative, then end on a positive. Yep. And then, and then because I want to leave there on a positive too, and always, always, always want to do that positive. Yeah. But I want to find out where I can always get better too. Right. Because I, I, I am a big, huge believer that you're only as good as you, you, you know, your very next day. You can always get better. There's always someone better than you. That's the thing about sales. End up every month, beginning of the new month, you're starting. Just like we talked about that 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 first call close. So here's my mentality, right? If I don't close it. Then I got somebody else like you coming in after me, right. or vice versa. You have somebody that coming. So again, I don't want that next person that might be that much better because they're gonna. They're, I just I just teed it up for them. I just got that person all hot and bothered, and now they know they need to have something done with right. whatever that project is. And now I teed it up for the next person coming in. Yep. <sighs> or vice versa, they teed it up for me. But you never ever ever want to assume on why that person's going to buy. Ever, we don't know. Nobody knows. So my question to you is, what do you think you could do differently to ensure that you can understand why people buy? Listen, ask good questions. You know, I, I like metaphors today in an appointment. To, I, I was talking about everything. Like you said, you stick to the process. You're talking about you're doing what you got to do. And then he just suddenly said, oh, the installation is the most important thing to me. So if you don't think that's all I talked about after that, right? I mean, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I mean that's it, all right? I talked about. I'm like, yeah, he's like, tell me what your warranty. And I'm like, yo, blah, 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 blah. And a blah, 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 installation warranty, you know? <laughs> so that's all I hammered home on after that. And yeah, you, 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 I wasn't annoying about it or obvious about it, but I think listening for those things, that's why, to your point, sticking to the process that you're given the system and not taking shortcuts opens those doors to hear like what's singing. You're plucking chords just to see, Ooh, right? Fire, baby. <laughs> Gotta hit them hot buttons. You're on yeah, fire. Hit that's those hot buttons. That's all it is. That's all it is. I'll have whole, whole, pro, whole pro, product demos and they teach you in training, here's the product demo. You talk about all these different aspects of the product. But if they said this was the thing, play that chord, strum that note, right? The problem is a lot of reps strum the entire thing the entire and they hit thing. everyone and they bore. I, I've done it myself. Yep. Okay. I've watched, you ever watch your customer just start glazing over? Yep. All right. And you, or you've just went into like salesman mode and you forgot to ask questions because you started wanting to tell everybody shit. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, I got to stop. I got to stop. And uh, you have to slow yourself down and, and get back on track to asking questions. Because one of the habits we get in the home is we like to talk a lot. We're sales reps, right? Right. And we love to hear ourselves talk, 
but we forget that we got to bite that tongue. I've actually literally made my cheek bleed because mm. I, I bite <laughs> it so I don't talk sometimes. Yeah. It's a tough lesson to learn. Yeah. Listening is a key part of, of understanding why people buy and finding those hot buttons, you know, getting that sizzle, baby. You know, it's like when you went to, uh, gosh, anybody know Friday? Everyone knows Fridays, right? You've been to Fridays before, restaurant? So, funny enough, the fam at home's ordering that tonight. Go on. Woo! Well, <laughs> guess what you got to get tonight? What? All right. The sizzling fajitas, baby. Let me just tell you okay. about this. I'll never forget. I'm sitting there, right? And I'll, first time I've ever been Fridays, I'm just kind of walk by, sitting at the bar. And it's like these little two-table things. And it's like... <laughs> I'm not good at the sound effects, but that was pretty know, accurate. Yeah, yeah it's good. sizzling, right? And I'm like, what is that? Those are the fajitas, but they bring out a sizzling pay. I didn't care how much it was. I, didn't, I just wanted that. That's yeah. all I knew. I wanted that, right? <laughs> so if you can find that sizzle for that customer when they want that and get them that ooh and ah, and that's what their ooh and ah is, whatever their ooh and ah is, get that. For that guy, it was insulation. For the customer I was at yesterday, you know what it was? Being different, standing out. From the neighbors. From the neighbors. That's yeah. right. Changing it up, yeah. making it different. Not being like everybody else. Yeah. Standing out. They like that. They like, you know, it was like that, ah, you know, being kind of cool. Yep. And so you, just, you, you hint at that throughout. You play there. Yep. And it was never about whether it's the, and I think uh, too many times reps get caught up into price and it's about price. And it's really not. It doesn't so. matter. I don't care how much your product costs. It really has nothing to do with it. I've seen reps fail over and over again. They go from company to company thinking it has to do with, you know, price or something else. And they don't look at themselves. All right. And they don't understand the process and they don't really study the customer and understand. And that's another part, a really important part about, you know, why people buy is because they feel comfortable with you in the home and they trust you. All right. That's why people are going to buy from you. So if you're an in-home sales rep, if you're a road warrior, if you're getting windshield time, if you're out there getting it, then you're dealing with a customer that mm, thinks of you as a salesman. Right. Okay. And since they think of you as a salesman, they're a little bit cautious, right? They got the guard up, don't they? They always do. I see you smiling there, right? Well, they it's funny you mention that. Guard up. So if you're listening to this, do this. I'm going to do this right now with Lynch. I was told in my initial training, right? Google salesman. And look up the images there. And that is what people think is coming to their door. <laughs> Okay, so we have, I don't even know what that is, that's creepy. Yeah, but the, in general, some of those people there. like getting over you and you, Bob, the salesman. <laughs> they're all in suits, they all look oh, annoying, yeah. they all oh, look yeah. high pressure, they look, that's what people expect oh, yeah, they is coming to their door, right? Yeah, guy in a suit and coming to coming to sell you something. Yep. We are salesmen, yeah, look at that, look at that. Woo! Yeah, it's exactly what they think. Right? So Slicks, that's the difference between when you dude. ask questions... And really put them first, and you're asking those questions, and, it, and it's to your advantage. It's not about only doing that because you're trying to play the game here. You're genuinely wanting to know, why am I here? That's the first question I always ask. Why am I here? What brought me into your home today? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, and, and immediately they're going to say, well, come over here. Let's look at the problem. No, 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 no. Let's go have a seat at the table, you know. But wh why today of all days? Why was today? You've been talking about this for how long? You know, why, how long? You're starting to pick apart those things. That, like, what is it that's driving their behavior? We're going to come back. We're, I'm going to come back to this first, that part right there where you had that customer and you stopped them and went to the table. Yeah. So I'm going to challenge you to do something different next time. Okay. All right. Here's why. 
All right. So I get understanding why people buy. People buy because of behaviors. All right. Mm -hmm. And people have certain behaviors and they have certain buying habits. And most of America buys based upon these habits. So we, we buy payments, a lot of them. So financing is huge. Yeah. So if you don't know finance, you better learn it. All right. Because <clears throat> we buy payments. Uh, another important people, people buy what they want, what they need, and what they can afford. W-N-A. Want, need, afford. Period. End of story. And only two things ever happen to home. You either sell or you get sold. That's I feel it. like we're going to hear that. You're going to hear that a lot a from lot. me. That's yep. all that's ever happening. It doesn't matter. And it could be you get sold and it's a real sell that they sell you. And it's a real sell that you sell either way. Yep. But if you don't find out why they want to have you out to the home and the real reasons and help address those and make it about them. Too many times we want to give our information out. We want to make it about us, our company, our product, our solution. We're the best. Boom, 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 boom. Right. I am this. I am that. Rah, rah, rah. No. It's about the customer. Yep. About taking care of them. So you got to put your heart into it. You got to act as if you were that customer. You know, what would you want? How would you want to be treated? And, I'm, and I don't mean that to be, treat that customer just like you get treated. And that's where I'm going to change you up right now. Because you're stopping this customer. And you already give them a negative mm. without even realizing it because they wanted to go show you something. They already had it stuck in there. Now you stop them. They're like, okay, fine. I'll listen to you, salesman. <laughs> yep. You're going to go send me the table just like every other. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Salesman. See, what do they train you? Again, I've had one year in this industry. What do they always train you in training on what to do? 90 to get almost 100 Get to the table. Train this to get to the table. Get to the table. Um, but I've never heard it put that way, and that makes absolute a, a sense. Lot, a lot do. I stopped doing it years ago. And the reason why is because I want to help the customer get whatever they want, however they want. And feel heard. Gosh, I didn't even thought about that. Like, what do they do? Heard. It's a subconscious so they say, thing. They say, hey, come on. I'm like, oh, let's go. Whatever you. I am here at your home, in your property, at your domicile, in your kingdom, in your world. I'm going to take care of you, how right. you want it done. I'll still get my agenda and go through my entry and warm up and go through my, you know, what I what I uh, ha gonna have happen here and the processes and everything else that I go through there. Um, uh, there are these steps, but I'd rather let the customer and and have a nice little flow. Remember we talked about flow yeah, yeah. right there. You break that flow. <laughs> yeah. But if you right. want a full flow and and treat the customer the way they want to be treated, okay. And all you did, you took that away from them by doing that. So just flow with them. If they want to show Dang, you, that, hey, dude. just go with it. Do you mean Man. you can't? You can't is get all that. Not... Can you get all the information while you're at that at the at the For product, sure. right? Yeah. So why do you have to go to a table to get it? They never, you know. You'll get to the table. They'll want you to go to the table right. afterwards because they're gonna love you. Yep. You know why? Because they're because... getting the table to place the order at that point. That's right. And, and guess what? <laughs> We're else? gonna have to sit down to write up this order somewhere. You're listening. Yep. You're listening. It's just like when you're going through an inspection and whatever product it is out there doesn't matter. Every product out there, especially because most people they're going to listen to their home permits, right? Right. So they're either going to be um, there's some insecurity too, and there's a few other fields. So I don't want to leave anybody out. But fact of the matter is, you're going to look at roofs, kitchens, windows, doors, siding, gutters, Bugs. solar, <laughs> um, flooring, water uh, systems, water systems, furnaces. Furn I mean furnaces, HV. There's 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 HVAC, HVAC, HVAC yeah. systems that are. Uh, sales reps out there. Uh, there's insulation sales reps out there. There's all kinds of uh, reps selling different type of improvements for the home. There's electrical. There's all kinds. Um, so if we left anybody out, we're sorry. Encyclopedias, <laughs> vacuums. Vacuums are still sold. I mean. Not many, but they're still <laughs> People still do home to home, <laughs> in-home sales with that stuff. So um, they might be listening, man. We don't want to rule them out. 
<laughs> but this is for all of them to know because it's so yeah. important in going in here and really listening to the customer and making it about them. And just if you sit there and just ask questions and allow them to talk and really treat it like you're like a, you ever ever been in your uh, had to take your car to a mechanic before? Oh yeah. Okay. Imagine a mechanic. And you're lifting your hood up. You have some some noises. You don't know what they are. If you're not a mechanic person, you're like I don't know. They're looking at it and they look inside there and they go, hmm. Yeah, that doesn't look good. What's your response? Me in that moment? Yes, sir. What doesn't look good? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, I think there's immediate sense of like, oh gosh, how much is this gonna be? You're I, not sure what it is. Oh right, my, is. the way they yep. said it. So there's so many times that we want to explain everything wrong with their product mm. without just leading them. It's like a cat and mouse game. They're, all right, I got cats, I gotta, you know, play with them. Right, the same way, right? You gotta get their attention. I gotta get my customer's yeah. attention. Uh, people today, did you read the studies? We have less attention than a goldfish now. <laughs> and that's like seven seconds, dude. Yeah. So we're all over the place. <laughs> Just like this podcast sometimes, we lead that all over the place. Same thing, humans do, we do as yep. humans. So imagine a, a customer that you're trying to keep attentive that has kids, a cell phone, a job, everything else to deal with. And the only way you're gonna be able to do that is you be the most entertaining thing in there. And yeah. how you do that is by asking really, really, really pointed questions and by not even just asking questions, but by pulling the customer in to ask you by using gestures, by using body language, by using little verbiage in there to make them want to ask you more. The, uh, hmm, writing things down and don't say a word. Mm. go over there and knock on something and look at it and then write it down. Get on your hands and knees. Get <laughs> yeah. dirty. Spend a lot of time. If you're not spending time in your inspection, you're not, you're not going to make it in this business. Right. Bottom line, spend more time in inspection than a demo. I've had, I've won customers, speaking of why people buy, they come to me and say, I could tell you actually thought about not only the product you have, but what you were going to do with it. They said, we had a guy come in here, point at the wall and say, $15,000. <laughs> that was it. Happens so it happens all the time. So I mean, that yeah, that's huge. Well, think about this, you know, we talked about going through the system and why people buy. Don't you think people are going to test you in the beginning too, just to see if what kind of grit you have, oh, yeah. who you are, especially yeah. if you're, you're going up against a, a, a seller salesman, they will test to see how much grit you have and you throw in the I've had them throw them in. I'm looking, I'm like, what the hell is this? Yep. They feel great. They weren't there with their, 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 uh, their uh, weight in gold, right? How do they say it? Worth their weight in gold. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, that, that's the thing. So you got to do everything. You got to do everything all the time. You got to take care of every single customer, no matter who they are, where they're at, what they're doing. I think that's the closer's mindset. You, you just summarized it like to a T. Because the non-closer might like closing, but they're not doing everything all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that means and if you not, don't know, not, you don't not. know. But then once you know, you should know. And closing is not just closing at the end and I'm going to close this person down. There are closes and we'll go through that. And there's some wonderful, masterful closes. But the best close is a kick-ass presentation. Yep. That's the best close. When you get to the end and the people are like, oh, yeah, makes sense to me. <laughs> the best close is yeah, laid out. Here's right? my, here's my, <laughs> yeah, but lay downs are created. Remember that. Yeah, lay downs are created. Yep. Because I, my personally, have self walked into a laydown and walked out with a demo and no sale. 
because I, I lost the sales because I screwed up because I said something I wasn't supposed to say or did yeah. something I shouldn't have done. Yeah. I've lost deals before. Pissed off. Yeah. We've all been there. Or so close to getting that deal late at night. You're almost there, but then the kids or somebody else gets involved and you're like, ah, you, you lose it. Mm -hmm. You know, now you're driving home without the order. When I've been there and it sucks, <laughs> you know, and that's the other side of it. It, it, it really, it, it's hard. And especially now with technology and everything else and keeping that person's attention and, and making sure that you have this streamline. That's why it's so important to stay in the flow. And the only way you can stay in the flow is by following a system. I truly believe it. I truly believe the only way you'll really ever stay in a flow is by following a system and following that to a T. And that's what we're going to be able to teach you guys as well. Yeah. So creative selling, you heard that phrase? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. That changed my whole, like, I, you know, a month into this thing when I've never done this before, focused so hard on the system, 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 and I'm all for it. But that creative selling approach of like making it your own. And it has I think, to be, it has to I be think that's own. what you're, when you're talking about like do everything all the time. And when someone says, hey, let's go over here and look at this, you're leading by following and oh. by owning that leadership role of like guiding that appointment along and creating a flow for it, but not so st structured that it interrupts like I just did with that table example. That was following the system to a T, but that wasn't creative selling. Well, you and, can, and being yourself, right? You can lead anybody anywhere, anytime. It's simple. Yeah. It is so. It. it should I give you an example? No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah okay. What do you got? Can you, can you get up real quick? We're standing up. Just give me. Just get up real quick. All right. I just led you to stand up. Oh yeah. Got, that's all I did. That's it. So it, it's really that simple. So when you're with a customer, I again, just got sold, man. You can let you can let them lead you wherever, but when that's done, and when you're there, and they go, okay. I relinquish control. Now you have the floor. You have the table. Game on. It's yours. Show me what you're going to do. Hey, let me show you something now. And now you have them following you. Now you're leading the way. Now you just got control in the home. See, the, one of the biggest things and why people buy is they want to make sure that they deal with a professional who knows how to take control, but craftily take control in the home, respectfully take control in yeah. the home, and be a professional for it. And that's why you ask questions to them. And just be really honest. Yeah. We don't have to bullshit customers. Right. And I, I see that way too many times that reps are just bullshitting it. Uh, when in doubt, leave it out. All right. So if you don't know, don't bullshit your way through it. All right. Don't don't be that guy. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to come back to that you said earlier about uh, WNA wants needs. Want need afford afford. Yes. You said people are sold on what they want, need, or afford. What you need and afford. And afford. What you've also said is that we are either selling or being sold. So, WNA on us, you know what I'm saying? Yes. What are we wanting, needing, or affording when we accept that and leave without a sale? You ever thought about that? I had not thought about that until this moment. Think about every time I leave a house, I don't sell. <laughs> Is it that I, you know, I mean, I think there's probably an aspect of well, every sale creates a little bit more work for you. You got more follow-up. I mean, at least in my company, I got a ton of paperwork. I'm not consciously thinking about that, but the want, need, and afford. Why do we limit ourselves? What are we told? Three out of 10, 30% close rate. That's that's where we should be, right? But I think we're trying to say closers mindset is 10 out of 10. <laughs> All the time. Like, why not? Why can't it be? So 
I don't know. I've just never really thought of it for myself as to like, what am I, what is the convenience for me on buying what they're selling? I like it. And if I can answer that, I think I'm going to up my game. Up your game even a little bit? more so. Yeah. Well, I look at it like this. Anytime I don't make a sale, and uh, I think anybody out there who's been in the home, uh, you, you sit there and you run through the entire presentation. If you, if you're, <laughs> If you got any game out there and you're in this game, you're really going to make it a craft. Like I said, you're thinking about this afterwards. All right. You're thinking about why they bought or they didn't buy, right? So when you leave, they bought, you're celebrating, you're happy, you get that rush. It's like that drug, that high. So freaking cool. <laughs> Call your boy up. Yeah, I got this yep. one. I closed it. Yep. Text somebody up. Boom, baby. Yep. Done, right? But when you don't sell it, oh, man. Depending on the rep you are, we've all been there where we blame everybody but us, right? Yeah. But the ones that are going to get this and that are really going to like, you know, truly get it to sink in, you always got to look at yourself first, right? Yeah. If you're able to look at yourself and really look back at your entire presentation and go, where could I close that person? I don't care what the scenario is. See, we always try to justify, well, it's just because of this leader, because of that, or, you know, we want to we wanna buy their bullshit. Don't buy their bullshit. You know it would be huge? We call it a MDI. I don't even know what the acronym stands for. Do you know what it stands for? MDI. But you talk about like the... the MDI, um, what the hell is that? In my last gig, it was a demo, no close, where you kind of did an explanation of your day, what happened, you know. Oh, yeah, the dispo, dispoing, dispositioning. Right, whatever. So I think it'd be cool, and I'll posit this to our listeners. You start explaining your non-sales from a me-first perspective. And I'm going to start doing that, too. I close this deal, $5,000, this person, this is what they got, and here's why they bought. Next line. Did not close my noon. I didn't do this. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, it's a whole part of it. It's self-reflection. Yep. Yeah, if you're Because to too often, I mean, everyone, how, I mean, That's how do people do respond that, with those? Every time. I've done this for years, self-reflection yeah. on every single appointment. Look at it, and, and, and to your manager? Huh? To the manager? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, to the upper... Echelon, right? To yourself and Always. everyone. You're acknowledging Always. it's me first. Me first. Well, not me first. I, I put it's me me first as far well, me first as far as responsible. Right. So accepting total responsibility for results. And I mean total, total true responsibility. If you're able to really capture that in this business, sky's the limit. And when I mean like when I say total responsibility, I mean you go to the house where they had no money and they couldn't afford and they get it done and they couldn't buy. And you walk out of there without the sale. So you're going to say, well, they couldn't afford it. They couldn't do this, couldn't do that. You could say that. Or maybe, maybe you look at it that could I found a way to, to show them that they had to get it done or, or make it affordable, find a way to make it affordable or see if they had to get. I mean, there's so many different yeah. you know, Because you know what happens? You leave with those excuses and then you look up on the wall. And they got a 72 inch TV. Or uh, they pull out, they're like, we got, we got to run. They drive away in their Lincoln or whatever. You know, it's like people, <laughs> it's not about them specifically, their money, but the, people buy stuff that they want. Everybody buys what they want. Exactly. Whatever. So you could have the person that's disinterested. It's because you haven't given them the want, need, and affordability. They don't yeah. want it. They might need it, but they don't want it. So even if they can afford it, they're not getting it. Think about this. They might want it, but they don't feel they need it. And they can afford it, they're still not getting it. Yep. But if you can get them where they want it and they need it, 
and they can afford it. Mm. And sometimes if you can outweigh the, the, the want for the need, you can still get it with the affordability. So, But all three is where that perfect storm is at, yeah. that yeah. want, need, affordability. And you're going to turn that customer, as I produce this old school, I remember a big chalkboard, and my old boss, Al, uh, put it up there in the corner. He put B slash L. You know what that stands for? It's a buyer or a liar. <laughs> you're going to turn them into a buyer or a liar. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's one or the other. <laughs> and I just always had the mindset and, and, the, and the thought process that people are going to buy for me. And that's another part of it, you know, is why people buy and why, why do I feel I'm successful? Because I walk in with that, that attitude, that conviction, that confidence of myself, my company, what I do, how I do it. Um, and I'm competitive. Yeah. I don't like to lose at all. Like, not even like, I don't even know my wife and I love her to death, but I will not <laughs> lose at all. Not even my sister. Yeah. All right. And you know I love my sister to death. Psh, I will crush her in Monopoly. <laughs> yeah. What do we got coming up? I mean, so we're talking about as this thing grows, you got the closersmindset.com. www.closersmindset.com. colon slash slash www.closersmindset.com. It doesn't work like closersmindset.com. You got to put the www. Sometimes it works. Not not necessarily. Not always. No, yeah, it'll work every time. It should work. www in front of it. If it's not working, put the www. All right. How's that for compromise? The World Wide Web. That's right. Join our high tension. Protocol. Well, I don't know. HTTPS means something. <laughs> you don't even know what that shit means. Well, so, look, look, this. If you if you go onto the website, uh, there's a closing club. You can join our closing club right now. Get on the mailing list. It'll talk about the podcast. It'll talk about our upcoming uh, closing webinar. How to be a better closer. Uh, we're just gonna be sharing stuff. Like if you're part of this community, or if you're jiving and want to learn along with us. Clear. I mean, I'm learning. You're learning. We're talking. We're we're learning and growing, but we know some stuff. And there and, and, and it's no holds barred. Yep. This is the voice of the in-home sales rep. That's what this is all about. Uh, so we want you to make sure you guys tune in and keep listening. And until next time, we're out. Out. Oh.